Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dose of Truth Tarot. Hello, Eloise, and everyone out in my lovely little podcast land. So Yay, we're on to... <laughs> this is already the 24th. I can't believe this month is just going by so quickly. <laughs> so quickly. So quickly, and we've already oh, gone through... Spring. Yeah, we're, we're in spring and fall for the Southern Hemisphere, and... Uh, the full moon is going to be coming for our next podcast. That'll be the week of the 31st. Yeah. Actually, this week includes it, right? So let's look at that. I, I'm just curious about what's going on for us um, if we're going to get some transformation. So far, we've had a lot of uh, minor arcanas come up. And uh, I'm very curious as to why our cards are not bringing up the majors. Yeah, so we'll see. What's... We've only had a couple of majors this year. Yeah, in the um, daily Dose of Truth tarot yeah. uh, write-ups, we get those majors, but in our in our uh, podcast, we don't. So it kind of makes me curious. All mm. right, again, we don't have a major. We have the Prince. <laughs> Oh, and I'm really again. concentrating on getting a major arcana, and nope, <laughs> did not work. Yeah, right. control. Yeah. So, so last week we had a nice, um, you know, uh, fulfillment card. You know yeah. that, yeah, that was quite beautiful. But this week we've got Prince of Swords. He's inverted though, oh. so um, it, it means that we might be trying to force our our um, our intellect in the wrong way to do something so we need to go back to the drawing board mainly go back to the feminine and see what we really think about things and that's really important for some of the you know some of this energy that i keep picking up which is you know we are shifting but that doesn't mean that the entire planet and every single individual is going to shift consciousness some people are going to get you know, darker meaning more involved with their thoughts and their thinking and deeper into ignorance, which would be a little bit of an indicator of the Prince of Swords that our ignorance might show. And, but it also tells us, go back to the drawing board and start to, um, you know, look at the feminine or allow your feminine to, to disrupt uh, the, the masculine intellect. So what would that mean? It's, well, when I have an extreme opinion about something or I'm, I feel like I know uh, I know exactly what's going on, which happens a lot in media and, you know, publicity and you talk to someone and they have a very strong opinion and they have all kinds of evidence to back up their opinion. Yeah, yeah okay, that, all, that, that all right. <laughs> but then you do need to question a little different way to disrupt some of that that rigidity because it doesn't mean we've sought the truth. You know, somebody just telling me uh, what the truth is is not adequate. I just don't feel that's adequate. Uh, somebody tells me this is right, that's wrong, this is how it should be, uh, this is why this is this way or that way. I still need to come back to to myself and see if it. Um, not if my opinions match someone else's. I don't care. Quite frankly, I don't even care about my own opinions. You know, when, I, when I'm talking here, it doesn't feel like an opinion. It's, it's just um, 
kind of exploring what a card means with the energies of what's going on and what I'm perceiving. But that by no means says I'm right. Yeah. Nor does it say I'm wrong. You know, hopefully it's stimulating for people. Hopefully, you know, and for me, it keeps stimulating more and more questions. But when I, you know, once in a while you have a conversation and you have an opinion, you know, and, and sometimes I giggle inside myself when I have my own opinions. And <laughs> I usually blurt them all out. And then I turn around and go, you know, you can scrap all of that because that's just an opinion. My opinions are really, you know, nothing. They They mean nothing. Even if I have... You know, I could, I don't know if debating is such a good uh, thing for kids. Um, you debate a point of view and pick the point of view you disagree with yeah. and build up evidence for what you disagree with. It's, it's quite amazing uh, to create that flexibility in the mind and say, okay, my opinions are, are nothing. But exploring a topic, you know, exploring something I really love to do. Yeah. And find, you know, where my my thinking is faulty, where it doesn't make sense. You know, we could put probably 50 other uh, readers on here. We're all going to get a different perspective. And that is beautiful. Mm. It's really, really beautiful. Uh, but if somebody says I'm right and you're wrong, well, then I'm going to go, well, I'm not very interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, OK, I'm wrong. OK, whatever. It doesn't really matter. Uh, what matters is that we're, you know, one of the things that's been going on for the last three months and coming into 2021 is this this talk about shifting consciousness. Now, I've been around a long time. Yeah, I've been doing this work since the, the 70s. I've been, you know, a little kid, intuitive. You could pick up things. And we've had so many windows <laughs> into periods of shifts in consciousness yeah it's like well it only matters if you're doing the work to actually shift so so if if it's sunny out and it's a beautiful day and you love bike riding and you have nothing to do that day well great go out and bike ride yeah fantastic but if your your mind is set oh i wish there were sunny days oh it's a sunny day I don't think I'm going to go bike ride. I'm just going to regret that I don't bike ride. But you're not using the, the very thing that's available to you. I don't know if that analogy worked at all, but <laughs> I've had too many analogies today. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, it's, if there's an opportunity to shift, well, what do I do to tune into that? You know, do I sit and meditate and draw it in and it's just going to happen to me because I asked for it? I don't think so. That, that has been... Um, over and over of all the the thousands and thousands of people I've met that go through this, um, that's not what you do, mm. right? It's not what you, uh, it's not how you're going to shift. Um, you, you can do something through meditation, but maybe not exactly what you intend uh, to do. So the Prince of Wands, uh, the Prince of Swords upside down really tells you, question what you think. Because likely it's so distorted by things like right and wrong, or it's so distorted by any belief you have. Uh, the moment a belief is a belief, right? I yeah. believe in God, I believe in the universe, I believe in gravity, or it is what it is. It's like, do I believe I have a partner in my life? There's a man living with me, or do I know him to be physically here? If I believe I have a partner, well, you could come over and go, there's nobody here, Terry Ann. You're yeah. in a delusional world. 
my sister always talks about this lady, but I've never met her, so I always joke she doesn't exist. <laughs> oh, that's so good, Eloise. I have. Uh, I, um, we've had friends throughout lifetimes, and um, my sister used to go. Because uh, there's some people who don't introduce you to their friends, yeah. right? That it's just so bizarre. So you're like, oh, that person's imaginary. Like they're yeah, imaginary yeah. friends. It's like she's, talk, she's <laughs> talked about her for 15 years, but I've never met her. So she doesn't exist. You know, she's made her up. <laughs> it really does feel, but it, it, you know, you could say that, but it really feels that way. Like yeah. they're these just made up characters. <laughs> I love that. I, I, I kind of love it when it happens because it makes me giggle. You talk about somebody you've never met. And then and there's just nothing physical. So it's like a storybook. Mm. So yes, same, same as everything else until it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's imaginary to me until it's, it's real. Mm. It might be real to you, but I don't know. Uh, I don't have anything to, uh, to have an experience maybe. Mm. An experience of it. Like, yeah. do I have this experience? You haven't observed it in some way. I don't know. Observed it, experienced it. Uh, it just ends up being a mental construct. So that brings us back to the Prince of Swords again, where if the Prince of Swords is upside down, then our mental constructs and all these ideas could be flipping ridiculous. Yeah. So watch out for that, especially if you're, you know, the, the, the full moon is coming. So we're still waxing, meaning we're increasing our misperceptions. Mm. And you got to watch out for that. The more misperceptions you have, you'll accumulate more and more on top of them. And you really need the feminine to come in to disrupt the misperceptions. And we do that usually by a good question. Yeah. Something that really disrupts. So if you, um, if you know any kids, they can ask you, you could talk about your problem and they will ask you a question that will just, you know, kind of stop you in your tracks. Mm. And you, won't, and you won't necessarily be able to answer it, but it'll certainly tell you all your misconceptions. Or, you know, I noticed some people, when someone asks them a question and they turn around, you just don't understand. Mm. Well, come on. If you say you just don't understand, um, that's as much as you've been able to explain and, and listen, right? Mm -hmm. Yet you're not listening and you're not explaining, right? When you're, when you're clear... Uh, with yourself, you can explain something and state the way it is. And, you know, the other person doesn't have to agree with you yeah. and they don't have to disagree. They can consider it. Mm -hmm. You know, but when you, when we're seeking agreement or disagreement, then we've got a whole other slew of problems that are closing us down from being able to tune into, you know, the, the, the next full moon, which will give us, Yes, we're accelerating. We could be accelerating awareness or we could be accelerating ignorance. This card is telling us we're accelerating ignorance. So I'm going to be on the alert. You know, where where am I not? Uh, or not? I'm not going to do that. I'll be on the alert to make sure I'm questioning, you know, any presuppositions I have. Because mm. if I get those to fall to the wayside and I come to the full moon, then I go from the waxing and then it starts to wane, I can release all of my my ignorance. And we have a ton of it. That's yeah. that's for sure. I don't. I don't. I mean, I suppose there's a fully self-realized person out there. Oh I haven't met them. <laughs> you know, so so good on you, guy. If you're fully self-realized, I'm really happy. Or gal, I'm happy for you. Uh, but the rest of us are still struggling with with the 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 mental conceptions and preconceptions that that 
cause of fog around us. And that's clearly, you know, the Prince of Swords telling us that. And it's interesting, it's not the King of Swords. Mm. So the, the King would say where it would change the reading and give us that, well, we do have some wisdom that needs to be transmuted. But the Prince, um, he may have wisdom, but we have a lot of growing up to do. Yeah. Uh, intellectually, you know, the Prince of, uh, having the Prince inverted really kind of digs our heels in and goes, wait a minute, you know, I need to be super honest with myself and question all of this, this garbage, mm. you know, all of these, um, I find it so tragic, Eloise, that when I'm, I'm doing work, I do all kinds of different group work and um, somebody will come on and state exactly what they're like. They'll give me this whole list and I do it in my head as well. I'll do that as well. But I question it and I realize it's not true. It's not a truth. But I, I just hear people saying it out loud. And the moment you say it out loud, it makes it more and more real. So the more we say, oh, I'm, I'm you know, I'm quite rigid in my ideas. And you repeat it over and over again. It's almost like you're, you're trying to make that truer and truer. Instead of, um, yeah, instead of turning around and going, Oh, so I, I have rigid ideas. We all do yeah. somewhere, mm -hmm. you know, I'm presenting, I think this week, I think I did it last week too, kind of presenting. It doesn't matter if I'm right or wrong, but there are points where I'm going to think something's particularly correct. Like um, my behavior with someone else needs to be a certain way because it's driven by guilt, let's mm. say. So I'm really going to have a very strong, rigid view of how I should act and how I should behave. So I start to question that. You know, I start looking at it and going, okay, feel guilty, but what exactly uh, are you saying to yourself? And I keep exploring and exploring. You know, the cards can help you. Pulling a card can tell you. Um, like if, if you pulled the Prince of Swords today upside down, you, you would say, well, yeah, you got to look at all these opinions and viewpoints and realize they're ridiculous. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> or what if it came upright? It would say, time to use your sword to cut through these beliefs. And what is the sword that we use? Well, a really good question. And don't ask, how do I use the sword? I just gave it to you. It's using a good question. And that's, that's often what we do in tarot is finding a really good question, not a controlling question. We often ask guarantee questions or questions that are going to prove that we're safe or give me the right answers so I can stay safe and I can know the future. That's impossible. That's just blatantly impossible. So those kinds of questions are ridiculous. How I do it, you just got it. Work at positing a question that can toss asunder your beliefs. You know, this would be so nice if we get the tower next week. Oh, yeah. You know, it'd be so nice because because we'd be in the waning moon. We just had the prince upside down. And if we get the tower, uh, for some people, it won't be so great. And for others, it'll be great. You're just tossing out all of your beliefs and your ideas, and that will shift your entire mm -hmm. life. Like, when I look at people who, who don't have money, you know, and they, they shift their beliefs, then all of a sudden money starts coming in or opportunities come in and the tower can do that. Uh, but if we're really rigid with our beliefs and the tower comes in, things get destroyed. Yeah. 
So, you know, a good indicator is if I, if I need money and the tower comes in and I'm able to release my beliefs, likely there would be openings of opportunities for more money. If I have rigid beliefs, the tower comes in and I'm not releasing the beliefs, there would be less mm. money. So I'm using money because this is a, this is a difficult one for this, this year, right? Because of lockdown and, and it's planetary. It's not just one city. This is a planetary lockdown and it's a planetary mm -hmm. shift in what we can do with our lives. Yeah. You know, if I, I, I stayed on with, a, um, I don't want to say who, so it's not on here, but I have somebody that I use for a particular mm. service and he's quite old and doesn't use email and doesn't use, uh, you know, sending documents via email. And I chose to remain with this individual. Uh, with yeah. lockdown, this has become difficult. <laughs> yeah. It's very difficult. So now this means I have to go through a massive change. Uh, I need the documents from this person, which I can't get, and uh, I need to change things. So uh, it's going to happen this year. But that's going to happen with people's jobs, right? Look at, look at the work we do on Zoom now, right? Uh, and Zoom is available to almost everyone, all the online courses and studies and workouts. And it's a whole new mm. world. Right, uh, it was inevitably gonna gonna happen, yeah. uh, but it happened like in one fell swoop, and those people who are trying are waiting for life to go yeah. back to the way it was are, are struggling yeah, a little bit more. I have, there's people that have been wanting to take a course with me for like eighteen months, and they're still not taking it online because they're waiting to do it in person. And they're like, oh, my internet's not strong enough. And it's like, well, surely during the pandemic, it's <laughs> been a focus to try and improve your internet or, you know, just the practical things. But there, it's almost like they're still waiting and there's no. And I don't think we're going to be able to change no. that either, because if somebody has not been involved, they're a little older, it's not yeah. going to change. Uh, but we are yeah. going to have to change, right? We, we, we'll just keep changing. So I don't think that that, especially having the Prince of Swords uh, coming in as well for this uh, post-equinox uh, and uh, going into uh, an increase of intellect, you're just going to get an increase of people who are going to rigidify yeah. and go, I'm not doing it, I'm yeah. going to wait. And you're going to get a bunch of people who might start transitioning, but complain yeah. about it. And then some people are like, okay, I got to do this, that, and the other thing uh, to keep up to modern tech. You know, I got, I got something exciting going on. Uh, my stepson uh, builds computers, so he's going to build me uh, a new computer, and I'm going to get three screens, and I, I won't have to work off the, the laptop, and I'm going to have tons of memory. And it's like, oh, this is yeah, so exciting. So, so yeah. exciting. You know, because who knows what travel's going to be like uh, for courses, etc. I mean, I'm sure people are going to start traveling, but you know, for me, it's not essential. Yeah, exactly. You know, it doesn't it doesn't have to happen that that I travel. As a matter of fact, I much prefer um, a lot of the online work. I mean, geez, I, all that traveling we've done, and you know, hotels and venue, and you know, teaching utensils and people milling about and snack time, and I know I know people like that, uh, but online. You're, you're, you're precisely doing yeah. the work.
and it, it doesn't take a an entire weekend and you know you're not sitting around waiting for students to come back and calling them and it's like no nope, here's the time be back on and if you're not on you missed yeah. it that's it uh, it's it's it really uh, I, the energy that I've saved oh, yeah. uh, just doing the yeah. online work, it's, you know, I mean, it, it, people say you don't get that, that in-person uh, feeling, but I'm like, well, it depends on who you are, right? Some people do like that in-person stuff. And uh, for me personally, I find it overwhelming uh, being, you know, with my, my nature is, is highly sensitive. Yeah. So I find it a lot. You know, I'm completely overwhelmed. So that makes the cost of the, the course to me even greater because I need days to to recover yeah. from the work. Not that I don't need to, I need days to recover online as well. Uh, but I don't have to fly home and go through yeah. all of that uh, to do and it. So it's, it's been fascinating. It's only a few points that has nothing to do with. It's been really nice. Like when I've organized courses for you and, and all the rest, like, instead of having to meet that number of students so that we can afford to bring you over it's like okay well we'll see how many people turn up so there's a lot less stress we can do classes for smaller numbers if need be and you know it's, it's just a lot less stress doing it online it's been beautiful yes i find that great too so but it's interesting to see it also fascinates me how people want to do things um, you know, differently. And why exactly? Because I was wondering, is, is being in a class in, in person also a good way for someone to be defensive? Mm -hmm. Like they can gain, you know, get the similar people around them and, and be able to, um, you know, kind of have that protection. That's a, that's something I've kind of wondered about. You know, does it does it protect me to be with other people that I know? Because it's a little harder online. If you don't speak, your your face is still yeah. there, and you can be called upon, right? And and your your expressions are right in front of everyone, and uh, you're not leaving. You can't. Uh, and also, I can see everybody all at once. Whereas in class, you could be looking in one direction, and that somebody might not be you know, fully attended. So these are just things mm. I'm considering. Uh, just just thought processes. I'm not sure any of it is valid at all. Um, I mean, I feel this class as strongly as when I'm in person. And I'm thinking about it now too. Sometimes you can, because you're um, not in your personal home, you're outside, almost like a defense uh, protects you being, you know, up front of the class and you have this veneer mm. that is even more protective, whereas I, I think I feel more vulnerable. I, I, I would say yeah. I do. I feel more vulnerable online. Mm. Um, that's yeah. fascinating, right? Because uh, this last class I taught, it's like, wow, I really want to be in person because I feel less oh, vulnerable. That's interesting. It's weird. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. Very weird. Yeah, because online, you're it's really personal. It's you know everyone's yeah. muted yes i find and that you're really speaking <laughs> so again yeah, and you don't have like the uh -huh yeah. if i have or, a small club you know murmurings or mics and, and people <laughs> I can hear them, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. And some people will call things out yeah. or, you, can't make jokes you know, <laughs> no, the, the joking doesn't yeah. work at all online interspersed with class because you just kind of hear the person who's telling the joke maybe laughing and you don't hear yeah. what they said or um that you have to be very clear in the way you speak mm. right very very clear because the person who missed it is not going to put up their hand and say i missed what you just said there's it, it gets it, it gets skipped over so you really need to be concise and accurate which mm. i love you know it really helps me out uh, but it's definitely different uh, in person. Definitely a very different experience. So it's going to be fun to see, you know, when we go back, what that's going to yeah. be like. You know, what that energy will be like. All right. That was a uh, talk about a lot of things, but definitely that conversation reflects, you know, what's going on? Like, what are the questions we need to ask? What are the assumptions we make? Like I said, I don't know if online is better or worse. Some ways I prefer it, and then some ways I yeah. prefer in yeah. person. Uh, and I also find I also find um, uh, there's there's um, I don't know that like less of a um, yeah less of a filter, so people blurt out things a little differently online than they do in person. So in person, they might be a little mm. bit more filtered. You know, yeah. it's really interesting. Yeah, very interesting to look at. So good yeah. week. Look out, look out and see all those thoughts in your head. And like I like to say is a bunch of poo and you don't need to listen to it, <laughs> uh, but we do. So uh, a lot of my thoughts are just poo. And I don't bother with it. But when I'm flexible and thinking through things, I feel that's interesting. I experience that as interesting. I experience other people mm. as interesting. But if, if somebody's just regurgitating the poo in their head, like literally poo in your head <laughs> coming out of your mouth, it's not interesting. It's not interesting at all. But if I have a conversation, and this happens all the time, right? I'll be talking to my hubby. He'll tell me stuff that's in his head. And then I... You know, I go, okay, well, that's not really interesting. Why don't we think about this? So, and then we do, and it's really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so it happens all the time. It's fascinating. We either have poo coming out of our mouths or we just start to really think and it comes yeah. from a very different space. Beautiful. That is, and obviously I could go on and on about the Prince of Swords and so many <laughs> ideas, but let's cut it off there because it's getting long. Cool. All right. So check out Dose of Truth Tarot on Instagram. It's on Facebook too, but, you know, it might be fun on Instagram. Put the, you know, get yourself signed up. So you get daily tarot cards. They're coming out every single day. And then you've got the podcast. So that way you get to hear, you know, the weekly energy. It, it's a different energy for you to listen to. And if you have any questions, you want me to explore something. Let me know and I will do that with my lovely Eloise. Great. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you so much, Thanks, Eloise. Everyone. Have a great Bye. Thank you. Bye, sweetie.